Ready. Set. Game cast. Welcome to Ready Said Gamecast, a bi-weekly podcast about video games and anniversaries. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by the birthday girl, Darian. I can't swim. And the birthday boy, <laughs> Teddy Chineris. Every day is my birthday, motherfucker. <laughs> Teddy's old as fuck. Teddy's the oldest person I've ever met in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Every day is my birthday. Uh, Well, we did it. We made it one year of this podcast. How do you feel? It's kind of like I do most days. Is that good? (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty good. (laughs) That's pretty good these days. Pretty average. Destiny expansion coming up, (laughs) Spider-Man. I feel pretty good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Can you believe, like, we we haven't missed an episode. Well, I haven't missed an episode. I've missed many. (laughs) You've missed many. Like, I think episode four or something, you both were gone and and we had Matt on. Also, I want to say a shout out to all of our guests. Matt. Can you name all of them and not forget them? Super Killer Bunny. Uh, Squall, Squalls, uh, I can never say her name right. Um, Scribbly, uh, Caitlin Gleesro, uh, Alex O'Neill, Alex Van Aken. Is that really all? I think it is. You said Penguin, right? Oh, no, I didn't say Penguin either. Did you say Bunny? I think you said Bunny. You said Bunny, yeah. Yeah. Also... Me saying Alex twice triggered my Alexa in the other room, so <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what it was saying, but I think there was cat noises coming out of it. Alexa, <laughs> make cat noises. That's what it thought you said. <laughs> probably. I mean, that's probably a legitimate thing that it'll do. That would be awesome. Have you tried playing uh, Skyrim on it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. Apparently there's like a um there's like an Avengers trivia thing and I was like Alexa let's play Avengers trivia and then Mantis the voice actor or the the actor for Mantis shows up and she's like hi I'm Mantis and you're about to and she does a whole fucking like 5 minute spiel and then at the end it's like do you want to play Avengers trivia and I go yes and it's like I'm sorry I did not understand that please say repeat and I said repeat and she started to spiel <laughs> over again and I was like nope Alexa stop I'm gone <laughs> Um, they have uh, Jeopardy on it. Uh, that's really fun to play. It's apparently the same categories that the people on the shows play, and then like you'll you can get your score every day, and then at the end of the week you'll get your like score for the week if you play every day, and then you'll see how you match up against other people. Oh. It's pretty fun. Like I can, I can do all right. Also, there's Teen Jeopardy, and I'm pretty good at that one. <laughs> I know all the teen words. What's what's Do the you? game? What's the game with the Fortnite? It's Fortnite. Oh know that one. <laughs> what's the game with the Fortnite? Is that a fucking question? No, not no. <laughs> the answer is PUBG. Actually, wow, wow, <laughs> that was good. Um, but yeah, thank you to all the guests, everyone who's listened, uh, both on Twitch, on YouTube, on podcast services. Um, we. We could not, would not, should not do this without you. 
End the sentence. Should not. Should not. Period. <laughs> um, but uh, speaking of people, I could not do it without Darian. What have you been playing? Uh, I kept it pretty light this time. I started off pretty strong with We Happy Few. And I'm really bad at stealth games, and a very great much Same. of that game in the beginning is a stealth game, so I'm not very far yet, but I'm liking it a lot. Um, I've also played PUBG, and I started playing Minecraft again, which I kind of regret because I I have no self-control with Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> I just go. <laughs> when you start, you can't stop until yeah. <laughs> until just one day, you're like, I'm not feeling it anymore, and then you're gone for like then, a year. Yep. And then you come exactly back. That's exactly how it goes. Yeah. When Chipop, you just can't stop. Nope. It's not. It's nope. Not that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Teddy Chineris, what games have you been playing? I've been playing all sorts of games, but not even really all sorts of games. Not that many. Um, I played World of Warcraft the first night the expansion came out, Battle for Azeroth, but... I played it for that night, had a lot of fun, and then was like, I'm never streaming this again. Because nobody, not nobody, but a lot fewer people watch World of Warcraft on my channel. So I was like, I'm going to play this off stream. And then, of course, haven't had any time to play anything off stream unless it's a Switch game. Such as Dead Cells, which is incredible. And I love that game so much, and it's exactly what I was hoping it would be. And that is easily my number two for Game of the Year so far. And I haven't even gotten that far. And it's awesome. Um, yeah, buy Dead Cells. Play Dead Cells. It's it's awesome. It's so good. If you ever played Rogue Legacy or, I don't know, Enter the Gungeon or Binding of Isaac, like, it's, it's a roguelike that is the combat super satisfying. And the more you learn and the more upgrades you get, it, it's just, it's awesome. It's really good. And it's super pretty, too. Um, I've been playing Destiny 2, trying to get the code for the t-shirt. I need to finish the raid after this podcast, so that maybe that'll do it. If not, I need to do one more bounty, and then I'll get the t-shirt, because that expires tomorrow. Because tomorrow, there's a new patch coming out where it's changing the weapon systems and all this. It's very exciting. Um, lots of cool Destiny stuff coming up, which I won't bore you with too much. Um, I've also, <laughs> I also beat um, Detroit. Uh, which is crazy that I beat a video game because I never beat video games anymore. Um, but it took a while. It took like, I don't know, probably like a week of streams. That game is very good. The game is a very good game. Probably my number three so far on like my favorite games of the year. Um, it wasn't, I had a lot of people in my chat that came in just for it. There's a lot of people I think that are like, like that game has a dedicated community. So like, which is weird for like a single player narrative thing that, like ends but i had a lot of people coming in being like oh is this your first time that's awesome and like really liking it and then when i finished and i was like i liked it but it had problems they were all like how dare you this is my favorite game ever and i was like oh but, for detroit um, you said yeah but it's it's really good definitely play detroit if you get the chance for sure and that's what i've been playing what about you bryce uh wait I... play detroit don't talk to caitlin galizro about it because she has a lot of really strong feelings let me guess it will she make hates you it. feel bad for liking it oh yeah well she also hates <laughs> god of war so caitlin fight me that's all <laughs> sorry caitlin i love you <laughs> she she has some opinions um i have actually been playing some video games uh i've got i've in my new place i've got my 
office. I'm actually going to make a lot of changes to my office. I bought a bunch of acoustic foam that I'm going to put in to hopefully make future episodes sound a little better. Uh, but part of the new office means I have a space somewhat dedicated to VR. Like Ooh. the half of my office is like I got a computer desk in one corner and then the rest of the room is kind of open for VR stuff. Um, so I, uh, played Hellblade VR. Um, if you don't know, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, they made a VR port for it. And I just played, uh, the beginning bit, um, mostly, like, they, they did a lot of really cool stuff, like, the, the part where you, you start, you come in by the, or, it's kind of, it kind of is a little cutscene, um, when you're playing in 2d and i guess it kind of is in vr as well um but just the fact that like it's vr you get you get to like look you're looking around all the place and and stuff but they they just have you like in the water when when the game starts and then and then like a boat comes towards you and and you're like oh the senua and then like you kind of like end up on on the boat with her and that like Playing all of Hellblade was like, oh, the you know it's tense, but none none of it was scary. But playing in VR, just that opening sequence, seeing like the dead bodies hanging everywhere, just scared the crap out of me. And there were there was one moment where the, like the uh right right at the beginning where the like world turns dark and there's just like creepy voices all around you and being in in vr with with a sense of presence of being like you're right there next to senua like i was ready to rip off my headset at any moment uh, but i just kind of like forced myself through um but yeah totally like goes goes from just kind of a simple i guess kind of combat stuff um and puzzle solving to like just like you feel like like how scared Senua must be because you were right there with her like that you know you're about Senua's height you're looking and everything seems like big you're not just looking on the screen and totally brings the game uh in new new depths uh the only problem with it is that you can tell it's a port because you don't have uh, motion control or anything like that you control with a controller, like like an Xbox controller or whatever is what I use. Um, and while you can, like, look around with your head, when you, like, turn around a corner, you have to turn with the joystick. And that, like, is very, like, disorientating. Like, it wasn't so bad, but, like... After about 10, 20 minutes of that, like, it wasn't something that instantaneous I got sick, but about 10, 20 minutes, I was like, I don't know about this. Um, so it's not something I don't think I could play the full game with, but, like, it was very cool to kind of, like, play play a game that I had fully played in VR and kind of see how much it, or I played it uh, on the monitor and see how much just being in VR completely changed the experience. Um, I also, I also, uh, took the advantage to play Super Hot VR. Oh my god, I love Super Hot VR. Um, Teddy, you've said you've played it? Yeah. 
I'm guessing you probably did like the seven minute demo thing. I did. I went a little bit further than that later though. Okay. But I didn't beat it. Well, there's when when I launched the game, it says you just want to play the game normal or do you want to play the seven minute demo for parties and arcades? Um so I'm not sure what exactly I'm gu- I'm guessing the difference. It's just the first seven missions and then it cuts off. Okay. Yeah. Was... And it's just it's quick like I don't know. It's just seven <sighs> missions that gets you in, and then you go through, and then it's like, thanks for playing. Oh, nice. Um, it's just bite size. <clears throat> yeah, I ended up playing... I think I played the first set um, in one section, and then I played the rest of the game, all, all the rest. And <laughs> that, like... Like, one, it is so cool. Um, I mean, it is, I guess, like... I think a lot of people will see that game and think like, oh, this is like a shooter and stuff. But it's more of a puzzle game than, than a shooter. You kind of like have to look around and go like, okay, this guy's got a pistol over here. And this guy's g- going to come at me, going to try and punch me. Okay, I'm probably going to have to punch this guy, grab his pistol from him, whip around, punch this other guy. And then there's a guy going to come down with a shotgun. Like, I'm going to have to dock. Also... I think that game is on uh, PlayStation VR. It is. And the fact that you can't, like, move around, I feel like would make it a very different, like, situation. Well, because Vive and um, Oculus Rip have room scale, where you can move around in your actual room, and it'll... It still detects movement, though. You can't move, like, super far, but it's still PlayStation... Like, if you do this, it will detect you moving forward. Okay, well... Will you be able to dock and all this stuff? Uh, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't messed around with it too much. I only played like one game on PSVR, but I know like you can. You can definitely move a little bit. Okay. It's, it just doesn't have the room scale. Like you can I don't think you can walk forward like a bunch. I don't know. I don't okay. know how they handle that. I mean, yeah, I wasn't really like walking back and forth a lot, but there was a lot of times that I was like ducking behind boxes or or getting cover. Uh, at one point, I literally was like laying on my back, like guns pointed upward, like trying to take guys out. It's so good, dude. The first time I dodged a bullet and then just heard it and saw, and it just like whizzed past here, and then like my ear, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> it's awesome. The the I think it's like the f- yeah, like the final um section just has you kind of like behind a uh console so you've got a little bit of cover and it sends like 20 guys at you. And I remember like there was I had just taken out like five or six of them and they I had two Uzis and I was like I have no idea how many guys is on the other side of that con? Because I was just ducked on, on under the console. I was like, I have no idea what's up there, um, and if there's anything like really bad, like I can't give them a second to to like shoot me. So yeah. I just grab the Uzis and just like lift and just shoot up everywhere, <laughs> and like take out the guys. And I was like, that was such a cool moment. Yeah. Like I would I would love if that game like let you see this the stuff you did in like real time yeah. after you played because like that would be so cool to see it actually play out. But just playing normal is is so cool. It's a puzzle deal. But <laughs> I will wait, say doesn't that. at the end of Super Hot VR every single time doesn't it go through at normal speed? No, it I does think, on regular Super Hot. Yeah, I think, I think in normal Super Hot it does, but in in VR one now. 
not to my knowledge. Huh. That's weird. Um, I will say <laughs> I had my friend try out um the super hot um and uh it came across, you know, you have to punch uh somebody and she was facing towards my wall and oh. tried to punch so hard that she broke my controller. <gasps> Damn. So now I have ordered a new $130 Vive oh, controller. God. Yeah. Honestly, like, how bad she, like, broke it. Like, I'm surprised there's an indent in my wall, but they're, like, solid brick walls. So I was like, cool, I didn't break my, like, my deposit isn't ruined yet. Oh, yikes. Um, I did play some more Hand of Fate. Um, I'm slowly working my way through that on stream. It's really fun to be able to play and have people kind of vote and like there'll be times where i'm like low on food or low on money and then like the like the twitch will be able to like give me food um like it's like hey they'll give you three things you can vote on and then like after uh, a set number of turns you'll get whatever they voted on and then they'll be able to vote on a new thing and it's it's kind of cool that they can kind of like help you um uh, try and succeed and then they can also help you vote in decisions and stuff when i'm like hey do i help this kid or not like if i'm not sure i can throw it to chat it's it's pretty cool um and then <laughs> i bought pc building simulator it is a game well it is a game where you run a pc uh shop and you have to like uh fix computers and stuff but i more bought it because like it has a lot of like actual computer parts in it. Like you can build a PC in this game and then go like, Oh, that's really cool. And then go buy those parts in real life and have that same PC. So it even lets you kind of like try, try out a PC and like figure out how you want it to look and stuff before you actually get it. So that's kind of like, I'm going to, I'm going to play with the actual, like, computer uh uh the actual career mode but i really like the fact that you can kind of like test out a pc build uh there before you uh build it for real yeah that's really cool uh but i just i just went in uh made one computer just to test that out and then that's all i did so i will report back later once i've actually messed with career mode but until then we should talk about some news. Uh, I almost t- said tots, 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 tots. Do it. You won't. Don't. Copyright TM, dude. Nobody They're going to get uses, us. Nobody uses that. They're going to get us. Um. Uh. Well, you know who got me the the baddies in the, oh Intel, in the Intel Dawn video game series. They did, they did get you. But I hear that, that the people who made that game are working on something new. What is it, yeah. Teddy? Yeah, they are. Um, I didn't actually watch the trailer because I'm a scaredy cat and don't like scare, scary things, scary games, scary movies, all that stuff. But um, the developer of Until Dawn Supermassive game, uh, Games tweeted out um, that their next project, uh, the article on Polygon says, Until Dawn Team's next project is The Dark Pictures, a horror game anthology. So they're like, it, it's a series of uh, standalone horror games. 
and the first in the series is called Man of Medan or Medan, I don't know, M E D A N, and um, then it is coming out in 2019 for PS4, PC, and Xbox One, and the the uh, trailer is real spooky. I did skim through it, but I didn't watch it because I don't want to be spooked. I watched it at work. Did you? <laughs> I just I'm I'm not about the spooky games, but I know a lot of people really like Until Dawn. So this is like, and this is that developer doing a similar style thing, which is awesome because they were they were working on like a bunch of VR games for a while. So this is really cool to see. Yeah, they made a Until Dawn VR. Yeah, they made another thing. one too. They had like another not not another one of those, but they had another VR game. Oh. They had like multiple teams working on different games. Like Supermassive has actually made a bunch. It's cool. a little bit. VR's the future. If you like horror, fucking get ready for that. <laughs> oh, fun fact. My boss thought VR was dying, and I was like, no, the opposite is happening. It's really taking off. They're working on making it more affordable. Uh, that reminds me. I need to add a new story. But, Teddy, uh, you're excited about a video game. What is it? Tell me, please. I'm excited about a video game. What is it? Tell you. You want to know what game I'm excited about, Bryce? It's called Torchlight Frontiers. No one wants to know, but I'm going to tell them anyways. Because there's this little game on Steam that constantly went on sale for like four bucks called Torchlight 2. And it's a Diablo-like game. It's very cartoony. You get a little pet. No matter what class you choose, you get a pet. There's like pandas, and you can have an eagle pet or a doggo or a cat, and it's amazing. And you run around. You can be an engineer, mage, just like a standard warrior. There's there's a couple. I think there's like four classes, and it's just like Diablo, where it's like drop in, drop out, co-op, um, point and click kind of like action RPG type thing. And it's so fun. I have like 40 hours in Torchlight 2 or something like that. And I always, always, always wanted it to be on PS4. Like, I don't know why. I wanted to platinum that game. And then when Switch came out, I was like, oh my god, if Torchlight 2 came out on Switch, I'd be so happy, like if it was remastered. But the developers behind Torchlight 2, Runet Games, went under. So I thought there was no chance of anything Torchlight ever happening again. But a trailer came out that was like a cinematic trailer first, and then a gameplay reveal of Torchlight Frontiers, which is a new game by people um from runic and like previous leads from diablo teams and it's being developed by perfect world who um makes what is it i have a list here um they make a bunch of different games that are going on right now they make uh, neverwinter um let's see what else remnant from the ashes is coming out from them star trek online they make a lot of like free-to-play like mmo type things so that worries me a little bit for this game but um because that's not what this game is um but if it's anything as good as torchlight 2 and it's on ps4 i will be very happy but it's not it doesn't it's not confirmed for switch yet um but please come to switch oh my god be very excited play this game when it comes out people unless it's trash who knows it's not the um it's not exactly the team that was behind uh torchlight 2 so who knows but it is promising it is promising very excited Okay, so uh, the news that I uh, remembered, uh, the Vive wireless adapter is coming out. Uh, the mm. pre-order starts 9 uh, September 5th, uh, and then it'll be uh, released. They'll be sh- starting to ship it in October. It will be $300. Um, 
and just uh, slots into your uh, into the back of your Vive where all the cords usually come out. Um, the Vive wireless adapter powered by Intel YGG offers near zero <laughs> latency. Offers near zero latency VR experience that's fast, responsive, and offer, offers maximum performance. Blah 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 blah. Um, uh, Six teraflops. Yep, totally. Uh, basically, it makes VR wireless, and and there is a third party adapter for the Vive and the Oculus Rift, but this is the first official. Uh, one coming out from the people who make the headset themselves and like i think that's been a complaint with vr uh for a lot of people is that they don't have to deal with the cords and stuff and this makes it so that you could literally set up sensors like i i've now totally want to do it is like set up sensors in like an auditorium um according to this it will support a 20 foot by 20 foot play area which is effing huge and yeah. and put the sensors and then you could just walk around in a vr space without cords without any worries it would be so awesome until you walk too far and you slam yourself into the wall i mean you there would still be the like virtual walls so you'd still be mm, because yeah. because when you're in the like you probably still put up your like um play space uh, yeah. but it could be as big as you want because like Right now, even if you're tethered to like a laptop or something, you're still tethered. But now you can be wireless, and it's gonna make it way easier. Like you don't have to; you can just have your wireless uh, box hooked up to your PC uh, all the time. So whenever you want to play, just put on the headset, you're ready to go. Um, what's also interesting is um, it will support up to three wireless adapters in a single room scale environment. That means you could have three people playing in the same space at the same time. I don't think there's any games that, um, do su- that yet. Yeah, support that. But now that they have the technology, they might open that up, which could be really cool. Mm. That's really cool. Like, yeah, I could, I could totally imagine. Well, I, I guess one-on-one would be like, if it no, uh 2v2 would be like ideal but if you it's three then it'd be 1v1 but like imagine playing like virtual like soccer or something like any any virtual experience could be one-on-one in a in a space together that'd be really dope pretty Um, cool yeah so i think this is really gonna bring the vr to the next level gonna uh take away some of the complaints people have had it's $300 $300 for the wireless adapter is obviously expensive, but, like, once you're already kind of dropping $500 for the headset, like, $300 to make it wireless ain't, ain't crazy. If you're in VR, you are in VR, yeah. and you know how expensive it is, yeah. which is why I am not in VR. I think, I think like, they're probably going to launch at $300, and it's probably going to be a drop in price probably after the holiday season. One, yeah. They're probably going to, you know, try and sell people right away and then drop it later on. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, what else, what else is really exciting is that Fortnite allows PS4 players to play with keyboard and mouse. Is it? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> um, but, a, uh, Thor Ragnarok <laughs> reference right there. But Bryce, doesn't that seem like quite an advantage for the people playing a, <laughs> on a controller? <laughs> 
Yes, it does. Anonymous voice. Huh, Huh, I wonder who that guy is. Sounds a lot like Bryce. (laughs) Um, Well, luckily, uh, Fortnite has uh, got a solution. They are now um, implementing control scheme uh, matchmaking. So people playing with a keyboard and mouse on PS4 will then play against people on keyboard and mouse yeah. on PC instead of... Uh, can you change what you're using in a game? Like what if I'm mean? loaded into Fortnite and go into into matchmaking with my controller and then plug in my mouse and keyboard, like it's... Ooh. It probably doesn't let you switch inputs. Yeah, I guess. In the middle well, of a game. I could, see it, I could see it allowing you to go from keyboard and mouse to controller, but not the other yeah. way. Yeah, it'll probably just block it. Yeah, because yeah, I would I would imagine they've probably thought of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I thought of it, someone definitely already thought about yeah. it. <laughs> uh, so that's cool that uh, they are thinking about that kind of stuff. Um, Shout out to Fortnite, man! I didn't put it on my list of stuff I've been playing, but like the other day, I was like, you know what? I haven't played it in a while. I loaded up, played for an hour, and then was like, all right, I'm done here. But that was fun. <laughs> were you excited it's about still, the big cube? Did you see? Oh, the... that's weird. Excited I about played... the what? The big cube. Thinking. The Fortnite apparently got a big cube, and there's lightning storms. Fortnite's being weird. It's just, it's just Fortnite. Huh. Oh the no! I did near. not know about the big cube. I know they brought, um, they brought a tomato shrine oh they yeah brought the uh, tomato guy back and he has a shrine now Fort- it's pretty cool fortnite's doing too many weird things we can't keep up just if you like fortnite you probably already know about it but but if you like PUBG, you might have been out for a while and might not know about this exciting new news darian what's the exciting new, new news, news from public <laughs> public battlegrounds <laughs> Uh, they are uh, releasing a training mode in September um, as a part of their Fix PUBG initiative. Um, they is that really um, what they're calling it? Yeah, Fix PUBG. You know what the most ironic thing about Fix PUBG is? What? Yeah. They announced it, and then the very next patch that they did, I had the most issues I've ever (laughs) had with PUBG. The very next patch, I was like, what is happening? I couldn't pick up weapons, and when I did, I couldn't reload them, and then when I did, I couldn't shoot them. Like It's just a big mess, and I was like, what is happening right now? Exactly. (laughs) The game was was good. They need to break it so that they could fix PUBG. Right, right. Make (laughs) it worse first so that any improvements they make will be in improvements yeah. <laughs> oh man lower um, expectations <laughs> that's how you gotta live sometimes uh, yeah you know what you gotta do what you gotta do right um no uh, when they release it the PUBG training mode is going to include firing ranges of 400 800 and a thousand meters freestanding stationary and moving targets um, both inside and outside buildings ranges for melee and throwables practice a parkour area, a close quarters combat course, and an indoor close quarters combat range. A long track, a racing track, off-road course, and stunt ramps. Ramps, sorry. Uh, a vehicle course with ramps and f- tables of equipment for melee weapons, guns, attachments, gears, or gear, ammunition, and throwables. And they're also going to have. Um, a uh, way to practice falling out of the plane um, or your parachuting and things like that. Um, 
so it's kind of exciting. It's a, it's a good way for you to uh, improve your skills and work on the things you might not necessarily get to work on in-game all the time. Like, I don't ever yeah. use grenades because I, I suck at them. <laughs> yeah. So I just don't pick them up. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really awesome. I'm all about the parkour course, though. Parkour! <laughs> they gotta fix their parkour mechanics before I'm gonna try a parkour really course. It's it's a little rough sometimes. Hmm. It's better if you like remap it so that your key isn't the same for jumping and for vaulting, but it's just more convenient to have it on the same button. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I think this is something people have been wanting for a while, uh, especially once they took guns out of the starting area because people are like, that's the that's the place we got to practice and that now people right. didn't have an opportunity to practice, but now they have a dedicated area, not just for shooting, but for every element of the game, you get to practice, mm -hmm. which is really cool. And I, it also seems that they're pro also making it kind of a place to fuck around with. And probably gonna, you can probably going to see some funny videos out of that. Yeah. There's going to be lots of people just making goofs. It sounds like the playground mode that uh Fortnite put up recently. And then, you know, it, it goes in and out. Mm, it's weird where you weird. can, you can just mess around. God it's the same damn it, motive. PUBG, always letting me down. <laughs> you know who's been letting me down lately? Who? Mr. Amazon. It's true, man. Uh, he's, Twitch he's, is dead. He's come and made two big announcements <laughs> that have destroyed me in my heart place. Uh, one of which is Twitch Prime will no longer include ad-free viewing. Uh, now, as as most people who have ever consumed uh, any any who has ever stumbled into a Twitch stream probably knows that if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, and you can get a free sub to your favorite streamer every thirty days. Twitch.tv slash Teddy Chineris. Uh and it gives you things like uh, free <laughs> games, um, emotes. Uh, used to be ad free viewing yeah it used to be ad free viewing which was pretty huge but they are removing the ad free viewing portion from twitch prime how do you feel about that teddy i i oh man i was very shocked when i got the email because i got the email that was like we we got to tell you we're we're changing our business up like this will support us in the future like it's a long thing that they went through and then i was like i read it and my first reaction wasn't even like about myself it was just like oh man the internet's not going to like this the internet <laughs> is not going to like this and the no no they don't they don't like it um but i did see a good tweet recently by um who was it oh it was like uh noah j456 who's a big he used to be a big zombie streamer but and YouTuber, but now he plays a bunch of uh, Fortnite. Um, he tweeted something along the lines of, like, this generation of, like, um, uh, internet content consumers, something like this, are, are weird because they want everything for free, but they also don't want ads. And eventually that's going to break. Like, that's not sustainable. So it's like, he was like, yeah, I mean, it sucks. Like, we had... We had ad free viewing. It sucks that they're like taking it away, but like the reality of the internet is they need to. I, it it will get them quite a lot of money. Ads make a lot of money. I mean, it's not like you know we weren't giving them money. We were paying their you know. It'll make them so much more than what we pay for Amazon Prime. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people 
had Amazon Prime for the shipping or maybe for the video service, though. Really, there's not much there. But yeah. Like, yeah. they probably had it, and then they were like, oh, the thing I have can now get me stuff on Twitch. Um, they didn't, like, buy Amazon Prime for Twitch. Um, yeah. Most people did not. It was just a thing that you had, and then we're like, oh, okay. Which, they already had Twitch Turbo, which did offer you ad-free viewing across the site. They they still are they're having that now. Yeah, which, which, Turbo. which they're saying that if you still want ad free viewing you can go get twitch uh pro or um twitch turbo in addition to your twitch prime which kind of seemed weird because they were pushing twitch prime so hard that i assumed that they were just like gonna phase out twitch turbo that they were i thought they did yeah i think they actually did i think they're bringing it back no i think i think it was there and for the people who were like i only want care about twitch um but yeah i I think it's this decision is going to hurt small streamers because I think it made it so many people had ad free viewing thanks to this. And I think people were less willing to check out a smaller streamer because they'd have to watch an ad before they could even find yeah. out if this person was worth watching. And so it made it made, pe- made people less likely to want to stream hop check out a smaller streamer i dude at this point i remember going over to like somebody's house or like on my laptop and i wasn't signed in or something like that and i opened up twitch and i went to a page and then an ad started and i was like oh oh this this is a thing that still exists on this website okay like i've had twitch prime for so long that like i forgot ads are even a thing that people deal with but yeah like i and honestly i'm pretty sure i saw the ad and i closed the stream because I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to sit through that. I just want to be here for like a quick second and see if it caught my interest. And then, so yeah, it's it's not, it's not great overall. But people will adapt. People will get used to it yeah. again. Um, the, I've seen some streamers like go like, oh, I'll get more money from this, but I don't think the streamers get money from that first ad. No, not from a pre-roll ad. Yeah. From somebody opening the stream, the streamer doesn't get that. That's Twitch. Yeah. But if a streamer runs an ad, they get it. Yeah, but the people who had Twitch Prime would have seen that ad as well. No, not back in the day. No, uh, that is that's ad free. I thought if a person runs an ad like in the middle of their stream, they'd get, get because I'm like sure no because like somebody would run an ad when they go like to the bathroom yeah, or something. That's for the people who are not subbed or don't have Twitch Prime, and mm-hmm. they would see it. Uh, yeah, it is uh, noted that f- it's up to the channel, but uh, if you sub to a channel, you should, uh, most for the most part, get ad-free viewing on that channel. You you will, yeah. I mean, they can turn that off, uh, the streamer can. Yeah, yeah. But, like, that would be stupid. It's Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> um, but, like, once again, and, and you'll still get your free sub with uh, Twitch Prime at the moment. Well, we don't, don't know what else they'll take away it's when they see, like, how much money they can make. Um, but w- once again, I feel like that's going to keep people only on the, the channels that they know they like. Because yeah. then they'll go like, well, I could go check out this Teddy Chineris kid, but, like... I, I don't have to watch ads when I'm on uh, this Last Geek Plays channel, which everybody <laughs> subs to. So hmm. I'm not gonna hmm. go, I'm not gonna go anywhere else. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that'll be a thing, but it won't be. Um, I it won't be like a a common. I, I I think people will just get used to it. That'll be a thing for a little bit, but people who use Twitch regularly will get used to it. 
Zyger confirms that uh, if you if uh, they run an ad during their stream and you have uh, Twitch Turbo sub or uh, Twitch Prime, you won't see the ad. Yeah, it's just for people who aren't subbed or don't have Prime. Okay. Um, and speaking of Amazon taking things away, Amazon Prime. Yikes. Uh, Amazon Prime's video game pre-order discount is coming to an end. That wasn't even a yikes to your segue, by the way. That was a yikes for Amazon Prime taking more stuff away. <laughs> Uh, Amazon Prime's 20% discount on game pre-orders will go away on August 28th. So by the time you heard this, it's gone. Uh, instead, Prime members will receive a store credit as an incentive to pre-order games through Amazon. Uh, only pre-orders of select video games will come with a $10 store credit promotion, uh, according to Amazon's terms and conditions for the offer. Once a customer has pre-ordered a qualifying item, they will have to wait 35 days to receive their $10 via email. That credit will only be available avail- be valid for 60 days after activation. So, seems pretty shitty. Yeah, the the ten dollar promotion is pretty that or like um, code that people can get for certain games. That's pretty cool. That's good. That's at least there. At least there's something. It's not across the board, and it's ten dollars, and it's like goes away if you don't like. You have to a wait for it, and yeah. b um, it'll expire. So you have to be like yeah. a pretty active Amazon person. So. It kind of takes away incentive to pre-order on Amazon. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, Best Buy Gamers Club Unlocked, I think it was called. Uh, that went away a couple, like, I think this last year as well. Um, mm-hmm. So all the big programs that were really, that, like, saved a lot of money for, for games are now are now basically gone. I'm sure GameStop has something, but it was never... From what I heard, it was it was not... People preferred Amazon Prime's 20% or Best Buy Gamers Club. And both of them are now gone. Yeah, we, ta- peace. we talked about this when uh, Best Buy's Gamer Club um, was shutting down, that I think this is going to drive... Like, people are losing incentive to buy physically, and we'll probably yeah, see more people go digital, sure. because if you're, if you're buying it right away, if you're not... If you would pre-order it... You're probably gonna be like you have no money incentive to not buy digitally. Yeah. Um, if you're if you don't care when you buy it, then yeah, physical is more likely to be discounted sooner than a digital game is. But this might be the start of the digital revolution. Pretty sure that started a bit ago. Well, you know? no, the starting today, August twenty seventh, twenty eighteen. Be on the lookout. Uh, this is also the start of topic of the show. Darian, <laughs> just kind of like almost almost said tots, but then she just you has a weird thing on her with her face. <laughs> um, excuse you, that's just my face. Oh. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. I was like, damn, a weird thing with her face, God. <laughs> With highly competitive games like Fortnite and Overwatch taking the main stage in gaming, there seems to be a trend with getting good in games instead of just having fun. Why do you think this is? And do you think gaming being considered so competitive is a good thing for the media? such a weird topic of the show to me. Thank you. 
I want to keep you guessing. <laughs> it's so weird. I'll break this down. Let's see here. Um, why do you think this is, right? Because a lot of video games are made to be competitive because that's a part of games. That's a part of the industry are games that are competitive. And then do you think gaming being considered uh, so competitive is a good thing? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's amazing for the industry. Esports is awesome for the industry as a whole. Like it drives more um, viewership and more money towards gaming in general, right? Like the, um, the, the thing of like, why do you think this is, this isn't a new thing. Like, Fortnite and Overwatch, oh, like, taking the main stage. I get that Fortnite's, like, the most popular game in the world now. But this isn't a new thing. Like, competitive games are not a new thing at all. Like, fucking people would play Quake back in the day. Like, um, Halo 1, people had tournaments and stuff like that. Like, that's where a lot of um, esports started a long time ago. And only now is it getting... Because video games now, as a whole, have way more people that play them. So there's way more of, like, a market for people to reach for esports. Like, there's... The Overwatch League can do so well because there are so many Overwatch players. Like, the Overwatch League can do so well because there are so many people on Twitch. Whereas, like, it still existed. Like, they didn't have the Overwatch League, but they had Overwatch tournaments. They had the World Cup and stuff like that. And then it slowly grew because they saw that it was feasible. Like, it's a thing that's been around for a while. I I love competitive games. I'm sure Darian has stuff to say about it because she played League of Legends for just ever. So, like, the... It's a part of games. Like, sometimes I crave single-player narrative games, and sometimes I want to play Halo 5 for a month and, like, climb up the SWAT ladder because it's just fun. It's, it's a different type of experience. I, I think uh, my, my thoughts with this is that I see so much of the Twitter discussion around games lately just being like, oh, I really need to play this game more to get good. And, like, I, I really see... Like, I guess I see a few people, and it's mostly with, I guess, narrative-focused games, but it seems like so many people are focused on on being good at games and there's less of like oh i had a lot of fun it's just like like a lot of people are just like slamming their uh face against games just trying to like get good at them and i don't know basically anyone like that <laughs> I, I, like you see a lot of people like that i've seen people that want to get better at certain games but that's just kind of because of the personality they have they're competitive and like mm. I, I also, when it comes to Fortnite specifically, it depends on who you follow. Like, I know some people that just play it because it's fun, and I know some other people that are, like, trying to get better. Like, it depends on your personal drive and what you want out of it. Darian, what do you think? I Well, it depends on the game itself and, like, which mode you're playing. And, like, if I'm playing Norms... I mean, all right, if I'm playing League of Legends at all, gonna be toxic as hell and everybody's gonna be telling you how bad you are at the game because everybody except yourself is the worst player ever that's how league works uh so with that one i guess it's not really a super good example but depending on the game you're playing and like what mode you're playing is is going to determine like the types of people you're playing with as well and um I mean, depending on what your team is like, that might make you feel like, oh, I have to do better or, oh, I'm just enjoying this, you know? I think it depends on the feedback you're receiving as well. Well, didn't you say that you're not playing Overwatch again because you felt like you weren't good enough at it? Uh, 
I do feel exceptionally bad at Overwatch too, but it's not because I don't enjoy Overwatch because I'm not good enough at the game to stay alive to play the game. Like I'm yeah. constantly dead in Overwatch. <laughs> like it is just not fun for me to just be dead the whole time. So no, I'm I'm not playing that game. I did go through like a week where I just wanted to play Overwatch and my my computer would not launch it no matter what I did. So that phase has passed again. <laughs> I'm good <laughs> without playing Overwatch. <laughs> So you think for these type of games, the fun is that is comes from being good. Like you have to yes. be good to yeah. have fun. You have to at least be decent and like understand or like, I don't know. There are some games that I play that I'm not very good at, but I like how the game feels and I like trying to be good that like destiny. That you, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But uh, recently, I've been really good at Destiny Two PvP. That's all going to change the next Tuesday when there's new weapons. But um, the like, it just depends. Uh, you can be bad at a game and still have fun with it, even a competitive game. But like, yeah. at a certain point, that's going to break you. <laughs> it's just like, like at with... a certain point, you're not going to have fun. Yeah, for sure. Like with League, like I've been taking a break from League um, because it gets to a point where like. It doesn't feel good to win or lose anymore if you're putting that much pressure on yourself. Yeah, for sure. Like, I logged into League, and we were, like, not even five minutes into the game, and I was already like, I don't want to be here. This is not an enjoyable experience for me right now because I put that much pressure on myself, and it feels like I'm not reaching the goals that I've set for myself. So... I'm not good enough, you know? Like, but that's the type of game that League is as well. Like, it's an yeah. extremely competitive and toxic competitive um, community. See, it, I I've guess I've never been a competitive gamer. So seeing all of these people kind of... You know, I think I think Fortnite, like, everybody's playing Fortnite. So there's a lot of people who are being competitive in the gaming sector. Um, and... Like, seeing that is completely different from the type of gamer I am. Any type of, like, multiplayer game that I've played, I've never... It had to do something more than just pit me against other players for me to be interested in. Like, the uh, Last of Us um, multiplayer, like, I it had me against other players, but that wasn't what I cared about. It had me going against other players to make my village good my my like i had to do well at the match and collect this food and i didn't even have to i guess do well at the match there was food that i could i could focus on getting food while also like just trying to stay alive uh so i could grab more food um so that i could keep my people alive so that like anything that just is like oh i'm trying to be the best at this game is a total turn off for me it, it needs it needs to be not, something else. Oh yeah, I don't know. You always say you're a story guy. I just some games feel good, man. Like Call of Duty mm -hmm. feels good. Like that's that's why a lot of people play it is because it feels good to shoot things and like the way you get a kill and the way the number pops up and the way the metal pops up is like satisfying. So you want to do that more and you want to get it more. Like there there are a lot of games like that, but if you don't if you're like more if you're into the story and like mechanics are just secondary, then I get it. I, like I like the Destiny 2's multiplayer, at least uh, the early versions. I was uh, I had fun with it. 
Um, but if that's all that game was, I would not mess with it. But because yeah. if it's a mode in a bigger experience, and even the fact that like that that mode fed into the story portion made me go like, oh, cool, like I can do something here, and it'll help yeah. me in the story. I'm about yeah. that. But something something like Fortnite that is all serious like it's weird that something that Here's looks like thing. that is you, so serious but you would like fortnite if you went for the challenges there's a whole thing where you can just do the challenges and there's like a whole little like there's just a bunch of activities to do like sometimes it's like oh land here and open seven chests and then you get a thing like there's a if you want to and there's like new ones each week a lot of the times like they add new fun things like complete these time trials and around the map there's like a thing where you gotta run through it sometimes it's like you gotta use the golf cart because it's too far away like there's a lot of like little mini objectives um but yeah overall i i get that i see what you're saying like i like PUBG. But like I never played PUBG seriously. Like I would, yeah. I would play PUBG in like a fucking around kind of way, and like I would make my fun with it. But if it was, if I was playing someone who was like, oh, I want to get number one, I'd be like, uh, we we should not partner up. <laughs> like this is not. <laughs> I'm gonna grab a car and I'm gonna just zoom and maybe try and run people over and maybe try and shoot them at the same time. But I am <laughs> going in with no belief that I'm gonna win this. <laughs> Uh, and I've never won a PUBG match, so that was right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's where you and I maybe are really different with PUBG because I feel really good winning. And I think that's because, like, my first game, I was paired up with a couple people who were very good at the game, and we got a chicken dinner. And then, yeah. like, from the beginning, it was like, I want that feeling again. That felt really good. That, <laughs> like, it, I think, is why I got so into League. I think most people that stay with League, their first game is a win. I think yeah, most people. Because, like, I, I tried to get somebody into it, and the first game was a loss. And they were like, man, this game sucks. But, like, the first, like, one that I got was a win. And I was like, oh, ooh, oh. interesting. How do I do that more? <laughs> So yeah. See, well, with League, the reason I got attached was not because of winning or losing in the beginning. It was because there was this little eight-year-old with a fucking fiery teddy bear that she threw on people, and I'm like, I don't <laughs> know yeah. what this is, Annie. but this is funny. <laughs> like, yeah. I want this. Um. Okay. I that was a pretty good discussion. Uh. I'm critiquing how we did. We did a good job, guys. <laughs> good job, guys. On the scale of one to ten, how did we do? Uh, right, right in. No, um, but next, would you recommend to a friend or family member? Uh, Please note your reason why or why not. Next, next time we'll have a very good discussion about what games of the upcoming holiday season do oh you consider God. must plays. <laughs> I'm so excited because by the next time this comes out, let's see here. The next episode is. I'm sure both me and you will have played Spider-Man. That'll be when Spider-Man will be out and when Destiny expansion will be out. Get excited. I I have pre-ordered the deluxe digital deluxe edition of Spider-Man. So I have not yet, but I will. (laughs) Apparently that comes with a physical pin. Wait, Teddy, I'm sorry. You've been hyped well, as hell I'm waiting and for you have the patreon payout to go through mm. <laughs> on the fifth when the game comes out on the seventh so daddy nice. needs his patreon <laughs> money um uh, okay yeah uh send in your responses at readysetgamecast.com slash submit let us know what you consider must plays now questions and comments 
Do you want to be part of the show? Go to readysaidgamecast.com slash submit to submit a question, comment, or your favorite pizza topping for us to read on the show. I tweeted that earlier, and uh, we had got one response for that. Nice. Uh, um, Darian, can you uh, read that? be pineapple. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Teddy, <laughs> did you read I'm the questions? <laughs> the question? No, I didn't see okay, the question. Just, it'll be great. I'm going to skip to that one. Uh, so oh Sarah asked... You want the best pizza topping? Oh, my God. It's pineapple. <laughs> I just said it better not be pineapple, Sarah. Get out of here. Uh, okay, Poke Warrior asks, are any of you guys excited for Smash Ultimate? If so, what do you th- or who do you think you'll be playing? Not until they change Snake's butt. <laughs> Fix it. Add Waluigi. Then I'm ex- no, I'm just kidding. I'm very excited about Smash Ultimate, though. I very do excited. want Waluigi. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, very so excited sad. about that game. Dude. He's one of my favorite Mario characters of all time. Wah. Why? Wah. What Wah. about Wa- Waluigi <laughs> makes you go like, that's a cool character? He just seems so like, he looks like... He's goofy. He's the kind of guy who like thinks he's really suave and smooth, but he's just a big old, like, just clumsy dork. dork. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. What about me? Wow. <laughs> um... <laughs> I have not played, like, I've played one-off games of Smash at, like, friend's house in the past and stuff. Those will be the first Smash Brothers I've ever owned, and I'm excited to it's get so in it. I know I'm not going to be as into Smash as I should be. Um, I'm, I'm definitely not. I'm, I'm very bad at Smash when it comes to the internet. I have a group of friends I can always beat. But whenever, and then I'm like, I play against them and I do super well. And I'm like, yeah. And then I come home and I'm like, all right, let's open up the Wii U. Let's go online. You know what I mean? Let's take this online. And then I lose for two hours straight. Oh, yeah. yeah and I'm awful. like, I, I tried. <laughs> Thought I was decent, but nope. But this is like, everyone's coming in on the ground floor, you know? Yeah. I had Maybe. a group of friends that would come over to my house to play Smash with me. And like, they were all really good. Um, and they would like not let people pick like the the people who were banned at tournaments and stuff yeah but they let me pick anything and then and then they they would like really really celebrate when i did something well (laughs) because i was so bad (laughs) they were like dare you you did it you figured it out (laughs) like oh thanks guys (laughs) uh but yeah because i've never really played anything before i don't really know what my main will be link Rosalina. Is there a reason everyone's yawning? Uh, I'm very tired. I've gotten four or less hours of sleep every night for like the last five nights. Okay. Same. I'm Same. Dying. I'm and, also But dying. also yawning is contagious. When you see one person do it, then the other person does it. Yawning is your brain trying to wake up more because it sends more blood to it. This is me trying to wake up. Okay, Darren. All right, Fal asks, Darian, that's me, I'm Darian, hi. Disagree. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, right. well, I guess I'm not. <laughs> uh, he says, I don't know if this has been asked yet, but what do you expect from Kingdom Hearts 3, and how do you think things will be gameplay-wise? So I expect fully to be slightly disappointed by Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> At least you're aware, you know? <laughs> Um, I'm, 
horribly terrified. Someone brought up the other day, like, they were trying to be excited about it, but they were like, yo, did you see how Wreck-It Ralph is in Kingdom Hearts 3? And it triggered me so hard. I was screaming. I was like, no, no, I am not excited. They took it away. They didn't make it a world. He's just a shitty summon. No one even uses summons. What's the... And I just went off and he was just like, yo, <laughs> like, I don't even care this much. I just know you like Wreck-It Ralph in Kingdom Hearts. And I was like, <laughs> I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. You still haven't played uh, .8, have you? Not yet, no. I finished uh, the first half of Rechain of Memories, and I needed a break, because that game is so grueling. (laughs) It's just... (laughs) Because that uses the engine and all the stuff that, like, if you want to know how the game's going to feel, that'll give you an idea, because that's built in the same, you know... It's basically playing it pre-Kingdom Hearts 3. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to be highly overwhelmed by Kingdom Hearts 3 just based on the how big it is. Like, I don't do well in big settings. Um, I'm going to gonna play it till I beat it because Kingdom Hearts is my life, but I'm very scared of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, we already asked Sarah's question. Sarah's the real MVP. Uh, Naomi or Naomi? Naomi. Naomi. All right. Um, she... Uh, I'll shout out her thing when she's not reading the question. All right. Uh, she asks, Dragon Ball or Naruto? And congrats on one year. Um, she, uh, does the podcast Best Games Period, um, which is cool. They're, uh, some, uh, her and some of the people involved with Extra Life, um, she is, mm. she is Naomi N. Lu. L U G O Lugio on Twitter. Um, I ran into her at 2D Con. Nice. Um, but yeah. 2D Con, where everyone goes to fart. Sorry. What? 2D. Oh. Ah! I would not have gotten that. Uh, okay, but the uh, question Dragon Ball or Naruto? I have not watched Naruto. Any, I have not, never watched any Dragon Ball, and I've watched maybe four episodes in Naruto. So that one. Naruto. Naruto. <laughs> Naruto. Oh no, uh, We're, you're triggering so uh, many people right now. That's so they're funny. driving in their car and they're just like, "God damn it, it's Naruto." <laughs> Teddy, what do you think? I haven't seen either. My girlfriend has a Dragon Ball tattoo, so she does not enjoy that. <laughs> and she's planning on making... She does not enjoy that I have never seen them. Oh, and she's okay. And she's <laughs> making... And she has a Dragon Ball tattoo. Doesn't like Dragon Ball. No. I, um, I made a I bad decision. Dragon Ball no, so much. she doesn't like that I haven't I seen them. immortalized on She's my eventually going to make me watch Dragon Ball, and then eventually Naruto. So I'm... It's going to happen. But there's so there's so many. I've always kind of wanted to, but there's, it's, so, it's so much. So she's going to make me eventually. One Piece is better than those. and One Piece has, like, so many episodes, even more than Dragon Ball and Naruto. It's ridiculous. Weird. These are all animes that I refuse to watch. What? How come? Because there's too many? I don't like yeah. drawn-out action animes. Yeah. I, I also, like, I got into Bleach on the bottom floor, and I fell out for, like, a year. And then when I came back, I was like, there's no fucking way I can watch all this shit. There's yeah. way too much of this. 
No yeah. way. And then and it, you like, watched one it. One action sequence takes how many episodes? Yup. Fuck that. I don't have time yep. for this bullshit. That's why I haven't watched it. But <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to I liked, eventually. Like the first like season of Naruto, like the early episodes, I kind of liked until I was older and realized how awful they were. Um, yeah. <laughs> Shippuden is pretty okay. Um, I like the Dragon Ball video games. One Piece has over 800 episodes. No, f- no, no. Nope, 800. Thanks. Nope. Teddy's lucky that, like, if you're going to watch Dragon Ball, you're lucky uh, they've made the Dragon Ball Kai That's edit. what everyone says. That's what that's what she's planning on showing. Yeah, because it, cu- it cuts out all the, like, you know, flashbacks and all that stuff. That She, w- the- she kept saying, she's like, maybe Dragon Ball Z, definitely Dragon Ball Kai. I don't. We're, I'm not gonna make you watch Dragon Ball the first, and I was like, I, I was like, at this point, if I'm gonna watch Dragon Ball, I feel like I should do all. And she's like, no, it's bad, no. And I was like, oh, okay. So we'll do that eventually. That's Dragon Ball Z Kai. It's a great story. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of questions, which brings us into housekeeping. Go to ReadySetGameCast.com for links to the podcast on all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as the video version on YouTube.com slash LastGeek. Remember, if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps us grow and become more powerful. I only ever do one arm. (laughs) One day. It's it's the one year, you know what? Two years. I'll do two Um, other last geek stuff you should check out. This is your regular reminder that Game Eight Corp has a new episode. We made Ferret of the Year about a ferret whose leg muscles fuse together and he can jump real good. Okay. Wow. What a cool ferret. Does he have a name? Um Jimmy Jumpman Ferret. He does not. He does not have a cool oh, wow. name. Did you Did you <laughs> listen to that episode, Darren? No, I uh, I accidentally got into vampire romance romance novels again, and I haven't listened to a podcast in two weeks. No, vampire romance novels. <laughs> uh, next episode is another episode. There's There's nothing special about that. <laughs> But damn. Except there, for the Destiny 2 Forsaken will be out and Spider-Man will be out. Yep. We'll have all the Get cool excited. things to say. Play the video games. They're so good. But something cool is also coming out the day after this podcast is available. On September 1st, the Last Geek Patreon launches. Uh, we will have... Ew. We will have... It'll be at patreon.com slash lastgeek. Uh, we'll have tiers. I'll give you access to bonus content. Uh, you'll be able to be shout out on every show. And you can get letters from the awesome hosts of the Last Geek Podcasts. Um, I'm one of them. Yep. I'm not. I'll send you a picture. Darian, Darian might send, I'll send some you letters. I'll send you a selfie from my Polaroid. Maybe if you ask Teddy real nice, he'll do do it one month, but he's shaking his head, so that's probably no. Sounds like a big fat maybe, no from Teddy. Maybe, dude, you gotta you gotta be like, hey, Teddy specifically. I'll be like, okay. All yeah. of my letters are gonna be signed from Dexterity. I'm just gonna send also garbage love around Teddy the house. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna find shred something a bunch that of paper, I don't want. Put it in an envelope and send it to your house. 
I'm gonna like open up my drawer and be like, oh, an extra HDMI cable. You know what? Have fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have fun. You could never have too many HDMI cables. This cable. is a gift so from many. me to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, thank you uh, for listening to our one year anniversary. Thank you for enjoying one year of our awesome content. And thank you to my co-hosts for putting up with me for this year and hopefully many more. Wish us luck for next year. (laughs) I think we should be apologizing to Bryce because he thinks we're putting up with him. And I think that's a special form of abuse that we've given to him. Like he's got some. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. We're not the best either. uh, (laughs) Darian, where can people hear more from you? Uh, I don't know about hearing more from me, but you can see more of my bullshit on the internet. Uh, I'm at Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, and Dexterity.com. That's D-E-X-T-E-R-I-D-E-E. Teddy Chineris. You can find me right there at twitch.tv slash Teddy Chineris and um, twitter.com slash Teddy Chineris and now instagram.com slash Teddy Chineris. I'm trying to use that more. Um, and then, but yeah, on Twitch I stream Mondays through Saturdays, 6 to 10 uh, p.m. Central Time. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you, next week is going to be crazy with Destiny shit. It's going to be crazy. And then Spider-Man, I don't know how much of Spider-Man I'm going to play. Who knows? But, um, like, also, the big patch is coming out. So, like, I'm going to be streaming tomorrow. If you're watching this live, I'll be streaming tomorrow. Uh, Tomorrow night for the big, big Destiny stuff. On Saturday, there's a big... Um, they're making Gambit the new mode for Forsaken, the, the big new mode. They're making that free for everyone. People who don't don't even have Forsaken pre-ordered, they're doing that for 24 hours this Saturday. So I'm going to be playing that Saturday night. Very excited about it. And then next Tuesday is the expansion. Monday night, probably going to stay up super late and play like 16 hours like I did with D2 launch um, and skip all my classes. Yeah. Did, um, did school already yeah. start for you? Yeah, it did. Thursday. Mm. Last Thursday. Yikes. Yeah, no, it's not good. <laughs> I have this accounting class that's a six-hour credit, so it's, like, one accounting class for one semester that's basically two classes, and accounting's already super hard. Uh. So that'll be fun. Um, I might end up having to push my stream time back an hour to 7 to 11, um, but we'll see. For now, 6 to 10. Keep an eye on my Discord if I'm gonna cancel, because <laughs> that happens sometimes. So, uh, everybody uh, get used to not seeing Teddy on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll for start real. getting back to the I have something due tomorrow. <laughs> Um, but you can find me on uh, Twitter on Last Geek, uh, Last Geek Plays on Twitch, and Last Geek Plays on Instagram, um, youtube.com slash lastgeek, and now patreon.com slash lastgeek. If you feel like you enjoyed this content, uh, you can give me some money there. Give me some money there. Like, seriously, if you listen to this give show, money. listen to every episode of this show, just throw me a dollar. Like, I feel like this content is worth a dollar a month. Um, and lastgeek.com for anything I've probably missed. Uh, but thank you for the show. Again, I think I've thanked people like 12 times. <laughs> thank you for the show that I make. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you again in two weeks. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.